welcome back welcome back to season one episode seven of what shayro thinks about it stuff on my mind that forms into words and then actually comes out of my mouth i am shayro this week's topics will include forgiveness you knew this was going to be a topic. Yes, yes, yes. Newly confirmed Associate Justice of the Supreme Court of the United States of America, Justice Katanji Brown Jackson. Y'all know I've just been excited about this entire process. First thing first. Yes, this episode is being released late. This is totally on me and the way this past week has been scheduled. While I have talked about mental health in my first episode, and I believe in self-care before you can care for others, I have to apply these same words of advice to me. My original schedule was to write on Thursday evening, record, edit, and post on Saturday. When I went to bed finally on Thursday night, Friday morning, this episode had only been written in my head, but not put on paper or in a document per se. I knew then all was going to be off. In my mind, I said I would do it all on Saturday, not real, realizing that Saturday was already packed. I fed the hungry till almost 6 a.m. Saturday morning. I had a meeting to be in at 8.30 a.m., then a memorial service for my fellow Toastmaster, Kathleen Bingaman. I planned to sleep after the 8.30 a.m. meeting. I figured it was going to end about 9.30ish, which I did for a little bit, but not as long as I had planned. Then I figured I would write once I returned from the service. My body said, no, you are not. You are going to lay down, sleep, and you will hit the snooze button several times. When I did finally wake up, my body said, you are not going to write. You are going to go and feed the hungry because some things were still in my mind. And a lot of the topics, things I talk about, I express while I'm out feeding the hungry. So I fed the hungry till actually after 6 a.m. this morning. I came home, rested, cooked, and met with a client virtually. Glad to have an old client back. Glad to be back coaching. When your body tells you that um, what you're going to do, then that is what you are going to do. Thus, here we are with an entire episode a day late. It is what it is. I hope you can forgive me. One of the reasons I delayed writing also is because, as I stated, we're going to talk about forgiveness. And this had to go through my thought process while I was feeding the hungry. But an event that occurred, occurred yesterday between my morning meeting and the memorial service on Saturday. Those of you who listened to last week's episode, and if you haven't, you can go back and listen to the episode and all the previous episodes. But if you listen to last week's episode, you know that I had my first guest on, Monica. I hope all of you all are Excited about her and, and shameless plug here. She's starting her own podcast. It's called Monica's Voice and it's at anchor.fm slash Monica's Voice. And she's getting it on several platforms. So please go out and support her with her new podcast. She's talking about different things going through her mind and her thoughts on different things. But one of the things we um, discussed, we discussed the Will Smith I like the word entanglement, but according to our definition of entanglement, it wasn't entanglement. So we'll say the Will Smith issue. <laughs> During that segment, I told everyone about an event that occurred in my childhood where a classmate in the fourth grade placed their necklace around my teeth in an effort to straighten them out. 
that person reached out to me and had sent me a happy work anniversary. Yes, I do other things besides this. <laughs> I did something I don't normally do, and I replied with a thank you. I let them know that they had been on my mind and kind of mentioned the issue that had occurred in the fourth grade. I figured this had not crossed their mind since it happened in the fourth grade. I sent them a link to last week's episode. To my surprise and amazement, they sent me a very heartfelt apology and asked me for their forgiveness. This shocked me because I was not asking for an apology and did not realize that this was still an issue for me. I did not know how to react. Of course, I did forgive them, even though I did not think this was still an issue for me. They also stated that they had been sorry about this incident for years. I had no idea that they even still thought about it. Just by me saying the words, I forgive you, lifted a burden off of my mind, did not even realize was there. Never in a million years would I think that someone from my past who did something to hurt me, either physically or mentally, would apologize to me and ask me for their forgiveness. I thought about how this one incident impacted me for years and my development as a sh very shy person. It also made me think once again about my own appearance. One thing this pandemic has made us all do is become a friend of video. We record videos for all of the social medias. We talk on the phone via video with most of the population now working from home or remote locations, video meetings, conferences, and even school and trainings are not performed via a video transmission. Each time I am on camera, it always captures my teeth and my gap. I used to be very ashamed of these features. Now, I am still a work in process in how I see myself, but I'm very comfortable in front of the camera. But there are people out there with the same type of teeth with bigger gaps than mine who are killing it on the internet through video. Each time I see my smile or when I see I am hiding my smile and my gap, I have thought back to that moment when that necklace was around my teeth. That one moment, even though I did not fully realize it until yesterday, has had a lasting impact on how I see myself and how I believe others see me as well. What I also realized on yesterday it was not the event of what happened, but it was what did not happen after it happened. Yesterday was the first time in nearly 40 years that the person I actually discussed what happened. Yesterday is the first time I had even thought about forgiveness for what occurred. They stated, I like this statement, and she said, communication requires intentionality from both parties. The one thing neither of us had did was even try to communicate about the event. Life is too long to hold on to grudges or to dislike someone for something that occurred in the past. In order for you to grow, you have to move on and give forgiveness, even in those situations or instances where an apology was never offered or a request for forgiveness was never made. While listen to all of the accolades and words of remembrance as we memorialized my fellow Toastmaster on yesterday, it was bestowed by me again that we need to live life full of zeal and joy. 
instead of holding grudges and disliking people. In my mind, I never held a grudge against my childhood friend, but I had been living in disbelief about it. And I do think every time I saw their name or I saw their picture, the first thing I thought about was that incident. So I think like, you know, she was one of the most beautiful people in our class. She was very pretty as a child. <laughs> if she hears this, she can be like, well, that was years ago. Uh, she was a very smart person. I let that one incident be the one thing that tainted my view of her. And sorry that we didn't discuss this earlier. As I stated, this was not about the physical pain I endured, but this occurred so that I could learn forgiveness, not just to forgive, but to also ask for forgiveness for the many transactions I have endured and are caused. I know that the people I need to say this to may not be listening to this broadcast, but I do ask of your forgiveness for those I may have caused some type of hurt, harm, pain, and or discouragement to. To those who have wronged me in the past, and even those wronging me currently, I forgive you too. In order for all of us, we need to heal by first forgiving. From the website of somethingcrafty.com, you can order sublimation blanks to create your own designs. For customized items and designs, call Nikki at 1-855-CRAFTY, 572-3833. That's 1-855-572-3833. You should give her a try for all your customized design needs and sublimation products. She is great at making custom tumblers, shirts, masks, bags, artwork, and a whole lot more. Go to her site, Something Crafty, S-U-M-T-H-I-N-K-R-A-F-T-E-E.com or call it 1-855-CRAFTY, 1-855-572-3833 and see what else she can whip up for you. She is also responsible for one of the artwork designs for this show. Tell her Shayro sent you. Another artwork design I use for the show is the work of the Bougie Professor. She can be found on IG at the Bougie Professor. Her professional work, although not artwork design, is in the field of research at HawkinsResearchAssociates.com. H-A-W-K-I-N-S-R-E-S-E-A-R-C-H A-S-S-O-C-I-A-T-E-S dot com. Hawkins Research Associates offer a variety of research opportunities and services for nonprofit organizations, faculty, government entities, and the community. Tell her Sheryl sent you also. And if you would like your product and our business mentioned on the show, you can reach me at SheryrlSpeaks at gmail.com. That's C-H-E-T-R-O-S-P-E-A-K-S at gmail.com. Let's build our businesses together. I am smiling with my big teeth gap and all, and all of you can guess why. Yes, she has been confirmed by the Senate to become the next associate justice to the United States Supreme Court, the first black woman to do so. Yes, Judge Katanji Brown Jackson. Not only is she the first black woman, 
but she will be the highest ranking official in the U.S. with locks in her hair. Since the day she was announced by President Biden as his choice of nominee to the highest court in the land, I have noticed that her hair was different than most black female politicians, business leaders, or other black women in a popularity role, whatsoever it may be. Yes, I have seen many black women with locks, and you see a few stars have them even when not in a role that requires them. Very interesting hairstyle. I can never get the names right. I always refer to them as braids. I am quickly corrected by someone who has locks or braids, and they tell me the differences. I always get it wrong. I like braids. Ladies that have braids in their hair, I like that. Google had to tell me the correct name of what hers are. Mr. Google says they are sister lock. Justice Jackson's ascension to the court is not just historic because she is a black woman, but is also historic of her confidence as a person with a natural or traditional hairstyle. I must admit, I was shocked that the powers that be did not have or make or require her to change her hairstyle for the announcement or the confirmation hearings. Although I am sure we probably will not hear about it now, but somewhere someone probably advised that she remove the locks and go with a more traditional straighten or perm type of hairstyle that you do see many black women in high level positions display. However, lately I've seen a lot of the natural styles, Afro styles, locks, braids become very common as far as people who are in high level positions. I, like everyone else in the world, remember the show Living Single from the early 90s. Two of the characters, which are my two favorites from the show, Kyle Barker and Maxine Shaw, had short dreads as their hairstyle, and they both had very professional positions. Kyle was a financial investment manager, and Maxine was a lawyer. Maxine Shaw, attorney at law. The first time I saw the show, I figured it would be the last time I would see them with those hairstyles or that the show is not going to make it just because of the hairstyles they had. There was no way that in the early 90s that a black person was going to have either of those positions with that type of hair, especially in real life. This is one of those times I was glad I was wrong. They kept these styles for the entire run of the show, which was five seasons, I believe. There was even an episode where the issue of hair became an issue for Kyle. In order for him to move forward and get a promotion, he was advised to change his hair to move up. In the end, he did not have to, but that was a written script on TV. We know in real life, there have been several instances even asked to cut the hair to compete in an athletic competition. We've all seen this on the news. Justice Jackson's accomplishment will encourage so many young as well as older people to have new unfounded hope, especially those of us with an ethnic name or a hairstyle that is not what is considered the norm by those outside of the black race. Within the black race, new mothers are often discouraged from naming their newborn with a hard to pronounce name or an ethnic name that may not be accepted by the non-black community. They will never get a job with that name, they are told. My government name is one that some people struggle to pronounce. And when first seen, it is thought that I am female and that I am more than likely black. Same with my son's name. It has a little ethnicity to it. However, here in 2022, 
that ethnic name will not necessarily stop them from getting a job because the boss that is hiring probably has an ethnic name themselves and may have sister locks <laughs> also. Matter of fact, one of my former bosses has a name that if you are looking at the spelling, there is no way I come up with the actual pronunciation of her name. I have also heard Steve Harvey tell the story several times, the conversation he has had with a young member of his staff about his hairstyle. He advises them that they should cut their dreads and or get a different hairstyle if they want to make it in this business. Several states and local government have passed laws and are policies concerning natural hairstyles, known mostly as crown acts. Lawsuits have been filed several times about discrimination due to a person's name and or the hairstyle they have. I wonder if they are going to ask if Justice Jackson will excuse herself when a discrimination case based on a person's name or hairstyle is presented to the Supreme Court. Hmm, maybe that's why they were so against her being on the court. However, here we have a black woman with a not so easy at first to pronounce name about to sit on the highest court in the land. A vice president who is black and Asian descent, also with a not so easy to pronounce name at first sight. A current president who also in my dialect has a not easy to pronounce name at first sight, as stated previously. When I first saw his name, I thought it was Biden not Biden. Then there is former President Barack Obama. What a funny name from the west side of Chicago. And let's not forget that Atlanta has a mayor named Dre. We are still beginning to hold true to the words of Dr. Martin Luther King that we should be judged by the content of our character and not by the color of our skin. Those who oppose Justice Jackson's accession based upon judgment on her mainly because of the color of her skin and not her character. She is a person with good character who, when asked to serve her country in the public sector, has done her job. This can't be said about several members of Congress who look the other way when asked to do their job with people less qualified and with less character than Justice Jackson. They were either acquitted or they were confirmed anyway. Senator Mitch McConnell has even said he will not do his job if another judge is brought before the Judicial Committee and his party is in charge. Maybe that is why we need to rid this country of the party system. This action alone, in my opinion, is abuse of power. I will say the same if the Democratic side uses this same tactic of not allowing a hearing of a nominee just because it is from the person in power who is not of the party of the majority. Well, my time here is done. That is all that is on my mind for now. Thanks to each of you for tuning into this week's episode. Thank you for allowing me to serve you. Please listen, like, share, and subscribe to my podcast here at anchor.fm slash Shero, C-H-E-T-R-O. And I can now be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Radio Public, Stitcher, Publiccast as well. Remember to give me a five-star rating. Tell your friends and your enemies about 
what Shayro thinks about it. If you want to reach me, I am on Facebook at Shayro Speaks, IG, Instagram at Shayro underscore LLC, that's C H E T R O underscore LLC, Twitter at Shayro, C H E T R O. Still trying to be more active on Twitter. Or you can email me at shayrospeaks at gmail.com. That's C-H-E-T-R-O-S-P-E-A-K-S at gmail.com. I am also on Clubhouse as at the hyphen Shayro. That's at D-A hyphen C-H-E-T-R-O. I do have a room, Shayro Speaks, on Clubhouse, and we'll be utilizing this platform soon. We will release a new podcast episode every week. And you can also leave a voice message for me via the voicemail link on the podcast website. If you would like to support this platform, please click the support button. Thanks for joining in. Oh, to become a better leader, communicator and speaker. Learn more at Toastmasters.org. Until next time, I am Shayro and this has been What Shayro Thinks About It.